welcome to another episode of the Transatlantic Podcast, a conversation about trans topics with two people from across the pond. My name is Kat. I am a trans woman from the UK. And my name's Lux. I'm co-host and I'm from the United States and I'm transmasculine. Yeah. Um, today we're going to talk about things we shouldn't say to trans people. And for the second time, I'm going to start this. We kind of lost a bit at the beginning. It was very good. I assure you it was really, really good material. You're really missing out. In fact, we brought our A game, we gave it our role, and for all I know, if this is going to go wrong, then you're going to lose this gold as well. It's going to be terrible. Um, Lux, you've heard this before. You heard this before two minutes ago, but I just want to tell you, you think you're really brave. I think you're oh. really, you're so, so brave. I, I thank you so much. I, I, you're so brave too for... You know, you're doing a podcast, you're putting your voice out there. Just so, so brave. Yeah, I feel brave. And now the audio, oh no, it's come back. I feel even braver now. The audio is yes. dead. Woo! I feel, I feel stunning. I feel brave. I feel like I might not lose this podcast for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I'm actually genuinely relieved. I'm genuinely brave. Um, still <laughs> kind of worried. Still kind of shitting myself. Um, try not to watch the screen now. I'm going to put the Discord thing up just so I can't see it. Anyway. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with your so brave. You know this already because I already told you a second ago. Um, yeah. You did. You had yeah. something to say about that. And I, I was. And died. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I, I also don't really have a problem with your so brave, but that's because I don't, I don't, I never hear it. No one ever says it to me. The thing that I usually get is, like, first of all, I, there are not many situations in which I need to tell people. So if I tell someone in person, it'll usually be something like, oh, like, that's so good for you. Or, or like, oh, I'm glad that you're doing what you need to do to be happy or something kind of generic like that. I don't, I've never had someone tell me that I was brave, though. Yeah. Um, oh, is it not work? Ah, da, 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 da. Oh, no, it's still working. <laughs> times have fun editing that i will it'll be fantastic um yeah i don't know if it's just because i i do kind of live off compliments that i don't have a problem with it um honestly i feel like people are sick of it because they get it so much and people and a lot of people sort of feel like it's not appropriate like they're not people aren't we're not doing it because we're not trans people don't transition because they're brave they're not transitioning because they're trying to um, set out and prove they can do something they're transitioning because they kind of have to and for a lot of us it is kind of a last resort so it's not really being brave so much as it's surviving and trying not to be depressed and things um, that could be bravery if you want to put it like that I, I don't know if I feel brave about it and I don't know if it's appropriate but I recognize a lot of people have a problem with it and that's why we're starting with this one sort of like we did with the Caitlyn Jenner thing before um, yeah I've got a list of things people have said to me, like in real life down here, that I've put asterisk nets to, which could be fun to do. I don't know if you have any any embarrassing things people have asked you first that you want to warn people not to tell you. Um, well, uh, okay. I have a really recent example from a family gathering that came to mind, but I don't know if it really, I don't know, it's not something not to say to a trans person, but more like if you're watching women wrestle, like maybe don't make loud comments about speculating on the gender of one of the participants. Like that's, but that's unrelated to what we're talking about here today. 
Uh, I mean, you shouldn't say that to a trans person either, but you probably shouldn't say it to anyone. No, it was just, he was just talking out loud to the room, like, <laughs> and probably doesn't know that I'm trans. And uh, I didn't get the opportunity to yell at him, but apparently my father-in-law, like, told him to shut the fuck up, so that was pretty good. <laughs> you have someone on hand to do the yelling when you're not there. Yeah. That's always good. <laughs> have you ever, have you got the are you a man or are you a woman one yet? Because that one is fun. Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I have been like on my way into a bathroom and had someone stop me. And, and it's really dumb because it was at a place when I was working for the post office where I had to get a key from the person behind the desk to go to the bathroom. So clearly, like I got the key to the men's room and went to go to the men's room. And someone that was in that room, uh, whatever office it was, like followed me and like was asking like if I was a woman and I I don't remember exactly the details of what happened but I was like I'm going into the men's room aren't I like I don't know it pissed me (laughs) off a little bit the the one thing that I do remember someone saying is that we had a family restroom at the gas station that I worked at like it the men's room and the women's room were on opposite ends of the building from each other which doesn't make any sense to me but on the side of the building that there was the men's room, there was also, like, a you know, a family restroom or a, whatever, a handicap restroom, whatever they want to call it. Uh, yeah. It, it, so it was gender neutral. And some guy was walking out of there, like, well, walking out of the men's room, and he had walked past that bathroom on his way there. And I was, like, cleaning something or organizing something on the shelves in the near vicinity, and he dropped something and I picked it up for him and he said something about how he really liked our Caitlyn Jenner bathroom (laughs) and it was right after she came out and I was like oh dear fucking Christ (laughs) I had no idea how to respond (laughs) to be fair when my at the university of my master's at they just basically changed all the disabled bathrooms to gender neutral bathrooms once all the trans stuff started happening I mean, it's one way to do it. I'm not sure it's the right way to do it, but suddenly a lot of gender bath- the neutral bathrooms appeared in tiny spaces where it was obvious it was supposed to be a disabled one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if that's the answer, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I feel like any all of that stuff. Like now that trans people are sort of are sort of becoming mainstream, that's becoming a lot more of a common question. I feel like people feel like they have the right to sort of wait, sit next to you, on, get to you on the street, and just like inquire as to your gender, and it's kind of fucked i mean if you can't work it out i mean i don't need to tell you that's on you mate i mean i, I had yeah. one like i had I've, I've had a guy come up to me in a gay bar and goes and it's like i was dancing i was wearing a dress and stuff and all that stuff and the people somebody's like um not to be rude are you a man or a woman i was like well, what fucking universe is that not rude <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you think i'm gonna say they oh, just no, don't no. know yeah they I'm literally just, don't know i'm just I'm confusing them. It's, it's, it's really them that's suffering through all this because they just, they look at you, they look at you, have to look at you for five seconds out of their day and they're just not sure and it really ruins their day, you know? Really puts a dampener on them. Totally ruins everything, particularly their, their perception of their world. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm totally fine with crushing that. Yeah. I've had like lots I'm of a- little kids ask me, but that's different. I think it's different when little kids ask. Yeah, I mean, they're not, there's no, yeah. I mean, the, the little kids aren't at the point where they should know better, really. 
I yeah. had kids if, you, if you're an too. adult, you should know better. I had kids asked a lot more when I was like sort of thought I wasn't passing though. Like I feel like the more I've passed, the more kids tend to be okay with it, which is kind of weird. It makes I guess I guess I guess it means I'm passing. But like mm-hmm. I did like a couple of things before um when I definitely wasn't I never wore makeup. I was just wearing basically a flannel shirt and jeans and the kids were always always asked well, say, Are you a are you a boy or a girl? Because you look like a girl, but you sound like a boy. And I was like, well, that's going to... F- that's, that's a message that's haunted me <laughs> and continue to follow me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not true. I'm, I'm a lot better now on that. Like, they don't question it as much. But, I mean, I'll, I think it gets to a lot of children as well. Like, long hair equals girl and short hair equals boy, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I've noticed that, like, if you really... If you really look at little kids, they are nearly indistinguishable gender-wise. Like, literally. Oh, they're identical. Yeah, like, cut their hair, put them in a different, like, outfit. You cannot fucking tell the difference. Yeah. Until, like, age 11, when they start to diverge a little bit. <laughs> just just a little bit, yeah. Not, not a huge amount, even by then. <laughs> yeah. It's weird when you think about it. I guess they're looking at it through those eyes, but they know, they know the signs. They know what to look for. They, they're innocent. I mean, if kids start gendering you correctly, it probably means you started to pass because they've got no agenda. Yeah, a, agenda, like a, a agenda. <laughs> oh, good. It's good. It's a good Did one. Did you try to make a pun? I I quietly slipped that one in there. Um, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to continue with another one that's actually been told or just get to those later. Some of them are pretty crappy. I had one guy, um, the first time he'd seen me in a while, and he saw that I had boobs, and he said, are they real? And I was like, well, I haven't had a boob job in the last time, since the last time you saw me. I'm very, still very poor. And he's like, oh, can I squeeze them? And no. My, the answer to that is almost 100% of the time no, unless you're in a situation in which you're, but consensually like getting down to something in which case still probably a good time good time to ask but maybe feels weird if you ask because at that point if you stop and ask if you can do it that's just gonna kill the mood and I yeah and I'm not into dudes <laughs> I'm not into that guy's business yeah and he was just drunk and being a twat but that was fucking weird um a couple of people have done that like can I touch them I don't know if it's a double standard for me, but sometimes when it's a girl, I say yes. I don't know because they have them too, and I feel like it's not as big an intrusion. That's that's possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. It could be but, also yeah. that you're into girls. I don't know. I'm, I don't think I don't that, that you should be judged for it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I let my I let my ex have a touch, but she's not. I know she's not going to do anything about it because, I mean, we broke up. I mean, she had a chance. She had she had lots of chance to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, you basically, like, you brought into the conversation, the whole conversation about surgery, like, don't, don't, don't ask about any surgery, like, don't ask if someone's had a boob job, don't ask whether or not someone's had a, a mastectomy done, like, don't ask about whether someone's have, has had GRS, like, just don't do that, don't ask, because it's none of your business. <laughs> I'd be surprised people would get like that specific about it and say, if someone knows what a mastectomy is, they're halfway there. They're halfway to understanding. Well, uh, it, it's not that they use the word, but they'll yeah. ask like, they, like the most crude way I've ever heard it put is like getting your tits cut off. Yeah, people say that. Yeah, it's rude. People think that GRS is getting your dick cut off as well. And I just, 
I know what they picture. It's like, because people think about that circumcision as well. So I don't know what they think circumcised trans people do. They chop your dick off twice. I mean... <laughs> Double chopped. <laughs> it's just not chopped enough. Oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> they chop it so much it goes inside out. That's what happens. It's a really oh, complicated no. way of chopping. It's a technique that Japanese, Japanese um, chefs use to make sushi. If you chop something hard enough, it goes into like a roll shape, and it's delicious and tastes like fish. Perfect. Yes, that is exactly how it works. I'm just going to let that one sit. All right. For a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we've, we've given it time. Uh, yeah. So okay. Um, but we, yeah, no. Give I, the people I was, time that's to another thing I was going to put like is, is how many the, how many people like when you first come out is and that's especially like trans feminine people when you get into surgery. It's like one of the questions that's like it's just there's there's sm- it's, it's a lot of cis people small talk when they're talking about trans people. Oh, when are they getting the surgery? When are you getting the surgery? And usually the answer is I don't know, or I'm not going to, or sometime in the future. But usually it's a bit intrusive. I mean. How often do people ask you about your genitalia? It's not really something you want to get to. I mean, how often do you come to someone you've known, you, especially even to someone you know well, and you're like, oh, how's your cock doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't had enough people ask me directly in order to respond the way I want to. Because, like, really, the are you a boy or a girl or are you a man or a woman, like, that's what they're actually seeking after. That's what they want to mm. know. They, they want to ask the pants question. But they yeah. just don't have the balls to do it, if you forgive the yeah. expression. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's this it's this workaround. But every every time I think about it, like if someone were to ask me, like what my genitals were, I think the probably the first thing out of my mouth would be either, um. I guess for a dude, I would be like, "Oh, well, are you, are you circumcised?" And like just ask something like that. There's not yeah. really, there's not really an equivalent that you could throw at a woman, but I also can not imagine as many situations in which a woman would ask. Um, yeah. But I'm sure that I could come up with something. <laughs> like just start asking really invasive questions about their genitals and their like hygiene habits and shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. Things I feel like that's the right time to ask. Like if you're talking to someone about sur- upcoming surgeries they're having, it's fine to ask when and when they're having it. Like if the person's brought it up, then obviously it's fine. But this is when it's completely out of the blue. I yeah. guess we'll just expect it's the next thing you're doing all the time until they've educated themselves. And I get like surgery is a big thing in people's lives, and I get that. I understand it's a major deal, but it's also like. A private medical thing and also not something that people will talk about like all the time to strangers like if you've had an appendectomy your close friends and family might know and it might come up in conversation with new friends as you meet them but like it's no like no random stranger needs to know that about you yeah so yeah i don't know i hope i hope fewer strangers would ask because that's just that's another level of weird like even with people i know it's like seriously that's that's your question but and uh, i've done trans uh, transgender 20 questions enough times in my life now where i feel like i've just sort of got the topics on like a rotor to go through yeah mine yeah. is uh more internet based and like more localized to the subject of non-binary stuff yeah so i've got asked about non-binary stuff too 
I don't know why. I guess they're just like, because I don't know I'm the trans person and they think I might understand more than other people. I guess that's true because I've sort of the only person that they, a, lot of, that a lot of people know of that actually has non-binary friends. That's interesting. I apparently have yeah. a shit ton of non-binary friends. I found out by surveying my friends recently. <laughs> did you not know you did? <laughs> well, I just didn't know how many different kinds of people were interacting with me, like, on a regular basis. Because I yeah. always feel like I have this overwhelming number of trans feminine people or trans women and not very many trans men or trans masculine people. And I was yeah. actually right about that. Um, <laughs> so... I, but I do know a lot of people who just are straight down the middle non-binary and don't identify yeah. like on, uh, they don't have a spectrum lean that they identify with. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, don't tell, another thing, don't, don't tell people that their gender isn't real. Yeah. That's, that's not good. <laughs> it's not um, very nice. Yeah. I guess that's a very non-binary specific one. Like, but then people equate that with even with binary stuff. They're like, oh, there are two genders. And it's like, well, even if that were true, I would still fit into that model. I don't know. It's not one of these arguments that people have picked up to sort of try and debunk and scare quotes trans people. Um, I, th- I think yeah. a lot of that stems from the f- stems from the, all the attack helicopter jokes as well. And the fact that they sort of made it fun, made it um, c- the cool thing to try and like make fun of people who are identifying something other than male and f- male or female like even i had like cl- i've had close friends at some point even like make the oh i identify as attack helicopter joke and I just look at them and go dude seriously i'm right here and they're like oh no no, no, no. A, tra- a trans friend told me it was funny it's like oh yeah we they, they speak for all trans people yeah it's 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 not good i mean it invalid it makes it it makes it hard when you when you're ridiculing people people coming out when you're ridiculing um coming out with a ident- with a gender identity that other people don't know you have, it can make it really hard for people who want to to come out. I mean, I don't know if that was that was the wrong way to phrase that, but like the but, but saying things like oh I identify as attack helicopter, especially something like I sexually identify because that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. But like yeah. oh I identify as a nine tail fox and stuff like that. It's like it's not what it's about. And if you keep saying that, it makes it harder for like say non-binary people especially, but also even just binary trans people to come out. Because it's, you're sort of setting up the standards like, oh, yeah, I think these people are ridiculous. Because we all know what most people are saying that those phrases are making fun of. They're making fun of trans people. Well, it's also like other kin, I think, are a big component of like, and that's basically like I'm not saying that it isn't about non-binary people, but it's also about other kin. And like it's people's view of the whole like, quote-unquote, Tumblr, like, mindset where all of these, you know, like, people who are somewhere between the ages of 13 and 22 have, like, this weird thing where they'll Id- they identify as anime characters and, like, that's a very small number of people and, like, other kin are more, like, more frequent and there's, like, overlap with the furry community there, probably. And, uh, like, it, it, I think that it was more directed at that whole concept like all of those things kind of wrapped up in one i mean maybe initially but it's been used I mean, you see every time there's a thread about trans people that come the, the, the uh, on like say reddit or something because it's of course it's reddit 
and this shit comes up and someone will make the joke and it'll get like a hundred million upvotes something ridiculous and we'll be like ah aren't trans people weird even if it's not supposed to make fun of that it's been um, co-opted to do that yeah (laughs) I can also definitely empathize with like finding it upsetting to like learn that someone you actually like is like finds that funny yeah. It's like, oh, I, mean, it's, I did not know that about you. <laughs> if nothing else, it's not a very funny joke. <laughs> yeah, like, if nothing else, it's a lazy joke. And, yeah. like, at its actual literal interpretation, it's like, like you said, it's basically, at this point, just to make fun of, like, the concept of non-binary gender. Like, yeah. even, do you, know, uh, do you know, do you follow YouTubers, like, very much at all? I follow a few. Uh, do you know Dave in a Bottle? Or no, 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 not Dave in a Bottle. Shit, Dave from Boy in a Band. I don't know either of those Daves. Okay, well, whatever. Um, Boy in a Band, Dave, <laughs> what, was, I'm pretty sure, filming the video when Ariel Scarcella and Jacqueline Glenn were talking about yeah. how they they were like, oh, wait, wait, there's only two genders. And I'm pretty sure that Dave from Boy in a Band was the one filming because at one time some like one of the two of them brought up Otherkin or uh, I I don't know or maybe Dave brought it up but then he made the joke like he was like oh yeah and then some people are like oh identify as like Apache helicopter and I'm like oh my god I actually liked you I don't know (laughs) if you're just bringing that up because that's like contextually like important or relevant or I mean clearly you're filming this video and you're not disagreeing with what they're saying, at least not openly. I was like, God damn it. Even the, even the shittiest means they're repeated enough, you'll start repeating it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of these people like, haven't even laughed at the joke, they just hear it online, and they're like, oh yeah, well, insert meme here. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, memes. How good, how thoughtful, how random, how very funny. <laughs> and I'm, just a, I'm, 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 a, I'm a girl who enjoys some memes. But... You got to think about. It. There's got to be actually funny. I mean, some memes are just crap. Let's let's be honest. They're not all good. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. It's like there's context matters too. There's a reason why no one uses. No one goes on cheeseburger.com anymore. Cheeseburger is that what you said? Cheeseburger with a Z. Oh okay. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, uh. but yeah, I was. What well, I do think a lot of the problem with the Apache helicopter thing is it comes is it comes back to the the way that people understand the word identify and the way that's sort of misapplied and people don't and people think it's kind of wishy-washy and the way that a lot of people talk about it even when they're supporting trans people does make it sound wishy-washy like the term like a self so say it's like self-identified woman and stuff it just makes it sound like yeah you're only a woman because you've decided you are and it's not that's not what it is it's like identity is who you are like i identify yeah. as a human i identify as a person that lives on earth like it's not like that's I haven't I haven't just decided one day that I that I'm a human, like it's what I am. I mean it's part of your identity. That's it's fundamental, but I think just a lot of people seem to have taken it as just this sort of fantasy that everyone is entertaining, and I think a lot of that's what it comes down to is like oh I I could fantasize about this. It's not it's not a fantasy, and I guess some of that blame can be placed on sort of t- the. T- Tumblr communities as well for not understanding the difference between identifying as and identifying with. Oh, yeah, that that might be, like, one of the major communication stumbling blocks that, that I never really thought about, actually. 
it's a one word difference, but it makes a huge difference, the actual meaning and context. Yes, absolutely. But I, I, but I do maintain, like, I, I want people to know that in addition to people who just are make, making fun of, like, trend, trendy, like, they call them trans trenders, and I'm not sure that the, that, that is a thing that exists, but... No. Um, it, it's overwhelmingly trying to discredit the actual lived experiences of people. And the reason that Tumblr is such a great place and the reason that that's the place that gets blamed for all of this stuff is because it's an easy place to find community over stuff like, oh, I like this show. And then there's like this entire fucking huge supernatural following and fan base on Tumblr. So clearly there's like trans people grouped together and all kinds of other groups. And there are people who are like professionals in their field, biologists who will post explanations to like stupid ideas. Um, so I don't know. It's blamed for a lot of that because it's such an easy place for that type of person to find community. It's just like there's a certain type of person who finds community at 4chan. And, you know, there's a certain type of person that finds community on every different subreddit. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we covered that pretty well, I think. <laughs> so yeah. I was going to um, bring something else on it, but I think we've I think we've gone off on this for a bit. Um, what it was another thing I was going to bring up is I don't know if you got this in other respects. Um, oh, there's a there's a there was a Reddit thread today, uh, which reminded me about this, which was actually called um, "Things Not to Say to Trans People," which I was like, oh, that's con- that's a um, nice coincidence. And the quote was, um, yeah, no, and the quote was like, someone basically told this trans woman. Oh, you're lucky you don't get to have. You're you're very lucky not to have periods, and that is not something you want to be throwing around lightly. Uh, it, it, I personally it don't cause, understand it, but I support you. Well, it could be a cause of huge dysphoria. They don't have them, and on and the whole thing with periods that goes is that it's connected to being able to, to fertility and be able to have children and stuff. And like, so me personally, I'd be very happy to have them if it meant I could have kids. I mean. I, I, I don't I, I like not being in pain, but I'd also be like like oh, like to be able to like give birth to kids and shit. I'd like to have a womb. I'd like to like if it meant I, if it meant I was cis, I would have one. Like there's something that Jimmy and Greer was saying a while ago. It's like oh they these people they'd never want to be women women if it means they'd have, they'd have to have periods and vaginas and stuff. And we're <laughs> and most of the, and all the trans people in the corner are like yeah we would we would yeah. very much like that please. It's part of the you know. <laughs> And kind of part of the package thing. deal. Yeah, and there's a trans guy commenting on that thread as well, saying that like people said the same thing about random bonus. I was like, oh, you don't get to have random bonus. You're so lucky. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe I want to. Maybe I want to have that experience. Maybe I'd like to have a bonus to have a random one of, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can certainly say that random boners are a thing that happen. It's just that uh, you cannot see them. <laughs> 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 yeah. So... It's, Certain it's things like, are just for uh-huh. triggers, yeah. And I don't think a lot of most cis people don't think about that, and a lot of trans people don't think about it either. I guess it, you don't want to be think you don't want to be tiptoeing around people, but there are certain phrases you can stay away from. And I think the more you strain to, oh, you're so lucky not to have this as this aspect of cis personhood, is gonna is more likely to set people off. Oh, okay, okay. Hold there, and. I have something to tack on to something we were talking about before. In addition to Ooh. not saying uh, identity, 
when you're when yes. you're ta- like don't say I identify as a woman or uh, not, don't say that someone else identifies as a woman. Don't also say preferred pronouns. Mm. It's not their preferred pronouns. It's just that person's pronouns. So there's that. Now, yeah. I don't remember what the next thing was that I was going to bring up. What were you talking about? I was talking about um, the whole you're lucky not to have periods slash lucky not to have oh. random bonus stuff. Yes. Um, the flip coin of that, don't say like, oh, welcome to being a guy or welcome to being a woman. Like, don't. That's fucking irritating. And it's really <laughs> rude, especially. Well, the thing is that the most the most times that I've seen this have been in context where my trans feminine or trans women friends are talking about being harassed or being discriminated against and like being hired or some other hardship that they're experiencing. And then someone in the comments will be like, welcome to womanhood or welcome to being a woman. It's like, that's fucking rude as all hell, <laughs> especially when someone's talking about like getting catcalled or getting, I mean, getting catcalled in and of itself is scary, but it's especially scary for trans women. Yeah. Don't um, say that. This is one of those things where I actually quite I find that quite funny most of the time. Only because like this I I usually I only ever get it the context of my ex saying it to me and she's always joking about it. Um I in a serious case, when someone's seriously distressed, it's an awful thing to say. But I think with some whimsical things it can be okay. It's another I guess it's one of these cases like all of these things, well not all of them, most of these things, um some people are gonna be okay with it and some people won't. And you gotta know the person. And you got to just test the waters, like make sure you know them well enough to say the stuff you want to say to them and just try not to hurt people's feelings because that's bad. And context matters too. Like, you know, you might, you might not want to say that in public where like a sexual assault survivor might see it, for example. Yeah. And be like, ah, welcome to being a woman. Yep. That's part of being a woman. Getting sexually assaulted. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh. I just had like stuff like just getting cold all the time and things like that. What? <laughs> I get cold more now. <laughs> oh, you get cold. Yeah, you have a lower metabolism now. Yeah. It's it's fun loving how how hard it is to lose weight. Lovely. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I do actually. It's, it's, it's all really good. I just wish I was thinner. Um <laughs> I was actually going somewhere for a second there. It's um, okay. I actually, one thing I was going to bring up, I was at a party last year for my birthday and other people's birthdays. And I was sitting talking to someone who thought they might be trans. And we were having a conversation. They were like, oh, I don't think I am. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But if you ever need me, just let me know and stuff. And um, then they introduced me to their girlfriend. And I was like, oh, yeah, trans, trans, trans this, trans that. And they were like, oh, I thought you were a real woman. And I was oh, like, no. oh, that's rude. And I corrected <laughs> her. And she was like, oh, no, no, it's a compliment. You look really good. You look like a real woman. I was like, yeah, yeah, there it is again. And like, she no. did it a bunch more times. Like, and, and like, I know, I know what you mean, but that's, but I am a real woman. And I'll say that to her. And she'll be like, yeah, yeah, of course. And she'll say it again. It's like, this is the way people talk in fucking anime where they're always like, oh, no, no. Um, but they're a dude, but they're a dude, and, like, fucking why the last man in the first... And, like, when they're talking about trans dudes, and, like, oh, no, this was a real man. I'm like... I don't know. That's not a, that's not a spoiler for why the last man, by the way. There's just little dots, bits around there. Um, <laughs> what... What do you mean by real woman? Is this... So, 
is someone who is born with all the right with with uh, someone who's born without a womb but has everything else you expect are they not a real woman like is someone who's bred in a different culture they not a real woman i mean like where do you draw the line this is the sort of same argument i was having about the um the argument that trans women have had male privilege at some point in their lives therefore they can't be real women Everyone has different fucking experiences to make the less of a woman. Everyone has different, different physiologies. Lots of people ne- lots of people be- are born and die without knowing they have intersex conditions, which people would otherwise just say, oh, no, you're not a woman anymore, or you're not a man anymore. Real is not a good term. And when you're saying someone's not real, either you think they're the gender that they're not, or you think they're some kind of Cylon, I <laughs> guess. I think that what it comes down to is they think that, I mean, they think that we're mentally ill. So, yeah, I absolutely think that in instances where people are using that type of language of real women or or especially, especially in discourse about non-binary gender, like the concept of someone's gender being real is, uh, I mean, they're basically telling you that you're mentally ill. That you that you're you have thought up this imaginary thing that doesn't actually exist, and you have decided that you are a thing that doesn't exist. So, like literally, what they're driving at is there's something wrong with you mentally. You need to just accept that you are insert gender here. Yeah, but even the but then in the context of like saying like oh I thought you were a real what does that mean like are they. I think it's just I think at that point it's just a language problem and they probably don't have a problem with it but it's sound what but then to go from like being like oh yeah I was talking to you like this like I don't know if they want you to go home and change and cut your boobs off or whatever <laughs> well I, I mean I guess I, I was just elaborating on different contexts in which someone might say something about your gender and whether or not it's real like yeah not only that is harmful in and of itself to be like oh you look like a real woman or uh oh i couldn't even tell that you were trans is that another one that you think bothers you or is it phrased in a slightly better way no i think i couldn't tell is less offensive to me and i quite i'm fine with that i know a lot of people like i've seen on reddit a lot of people say that they hate that too but i feel like i couldn't even tell is that people you can always tell it's meant to be a compliment and the intentions are good, and they're not saying you're not real. It's just I, what it says that what that says. I think it says that, something about the person saying it. It's saying that they that they thought that they thought in the like previously they could they would be able to tell if they saw a trans person, and now they've realised they can't, and you pass basically to them. And yeah. um, some people might find that offensive. I heard a lot of people that do. I don't mind it so much, but the real woman thing is just because it implies you're a fake woman. And that's the difference. Yeah. Like saying that I can't, you, they can't tell, isn't invalidating you. Isn't saying that you that trans people aren't aren't real women or aren't real women or real men or whatever. But saying saying I thought you were a real woman implies that you are a fake woman. I'm I can, I'm trying to think of any other ones that I've had people tell me. <sighs> Aside from just all the assholes in my YouTube comments who come in and be like. There's only two genders, and I'm like, okay, you're wrong, and boring. <laughs> you have a whole <laughs> video about that, though. They could just watch that. About what? The t- t- two genders thing. 
Oh, well, okay, so the thing is that that video isn't, like, it's not informative. That video is a rant video. It wasn't meant mm. to be informative. It's a react video. So it's not, like, there, there is a lot of conversation in the comments of that video about that topic, but I want to make, a, like, actual informational video with, like, plenty of citations and links in the description and anytime anybody brings it up on any other video i'm just going to be like go watch this and leave me alone <laughs> i feel like riley dennis probably has a video about that but that but given how many dislikes she gets i imagine the comments are very similar <laughs> oh man oh god the comments my my comments are for the most part pretty non-toxic like i can keep most conversations civil even if there are even if it's argumentative um and most of the people who comment on my stuff are people who are already like my friends or have, I don't even, there's this one person who's been subscribed since forever and I have no idea how I know them because we're not friends on Facebook, although I have seen them recommended to me as a friend on Facebook, but we are connected on Twitter. So maybe it was yeah. Twitter that they found me through. I have no idea. But that person has been like a, like a big fan of mine and consistently watches my stuff and comments like since, I don't know, like I got serious two years ago. Anyway, that's way off topic. It's good to have a following. <laughs> yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's steadily growing. I, I looked at it and it was at 372 today and I was like, what the fuck? When did that happen? It was like 364 the last time I looked. Anyway. <laughs> uh... So yeah, things not to say to trans people. I had a person um, this year. Uh, everyone being supportive and stuff at university. Lovely people. And we were sat around a pub once and basically someone was asking about my sexuality and I said that I was a lesbian and that I like girls. And one of the people at the table was just like, why would you transition if you like girls? I wouldn't it be easier to to go out with girls as a dude? And I'm like, that's not why you transition. Like, why do you think that's it? And since then, I found a surprising amount of people that just assume it's a sex thing, I guess, and, like, would never understand how, why you would transition and then on the other side be, be a gay person. I, I don't know why that doesn't make sense to them. But a lot of people I mean, do think that. I think that it's this kind of goes two ways because there's a type of person who thinks that trans women transition because they just can't handle being gay, so they become yeah. women so that they can be with men. And so mm. you're talking about like almost the opposite of that, where it's like, why would you transition if as a male it's easier to attract a woman? And it's like, well, because I don't want to date like. I don't want to date as a man. Like, for you, definitely, you're like, I want to date as a woman because I am a yeah. woman and I'm attracted to women. That's how this works. Like, yeah, it's harder now, but it's better than feeling like garbage all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can explain it to them, but I just, it's a lot of people's implicit reaction. And the first question always, always, when, um, when, so when, I, when someone finds out I'm trans or when I tell someone I'm trans is um, they ask, um, so are you straight? And it's like, why is that the first question? Why do you need to know that? The first, you, know, you know, when you meet someone at a party, you're just talking and stuff. Like Even like if you suspect they're gay, you don't usually ask, say, are you gay? 
or you're just like out at the pub with a couple with a couple of people. Um, your friend your friend introduces someone. Hey, it's Jess. This person's Jess. Hi, Jess. Are you straight? Like, yeah, that that's happens. weird. Who does that? Cis people. Yeah. That's who. <laughs> I guess that's the way. That's the way, that's because we've done that twice now in this podcast. The the way to find out if a question is probably inappropriate is to imagine saying it to a cis person, and would it make sense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or like I, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever got anything like that because I know it can be weird with like people get weird about non-binary people and sexuality sometimes, but yeah, I for me it's like I I I don't know I'm so fluxy, like, <laughs> and I also don't put myself out there like in person very much, like not nearly yeah. as much as you do, so mm. I don't. I don't experience very much in-person stuff. And I feel like I, I, while I do get attention online, it's not nearly as much as some other people do. Um, yeah. I do feel you on the, uh, like, obviously it is slightly more difficult now for me to date. But mm. just because, like, even if I were still primarily attracted to cis men like I used to be, I don't want them after me for being a woman because I'm not yeah. a woman. Like, I, I, if someone is into me, you can enjoy the fact that my body is still very feminine. Like, I still enjoy that aspect of yeah. me. But, like, that cannot be the primary thing. Like, it really can't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. My dating pool shrank quite a bit when I started transitioning. It happens, yeah. don't, but... Don't worry, mine is too. There's one yeah, thing like, no, I do, I guess I do worry, like, all of that sort of thing. Like, like if someone is attracted to me, like, are they attracted to me because, because, like, as a woman, or do they attract to me because they think I look like a dude, or what? There's always going to be that insecurity, I think. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's also because I haven't had surgery and stuff, and I want NF, sort of, and part of me would worry that, like, if they want what's in my pants, then I, then they won't want me after I've got rid of it, and things like that. Trans dating is complicated. I haven't done a lot of it for reasons, Um, but... (laughs) Can't imagine why. <laughs> it's difficult. I, I've always been one of these people, though, that's a bit like I'm very monogamous person. So it's also kind of with me. Like, I don't want to. I, I know I'm kind of in keeps most of the time. Which kind of makes me hard, makes it hard for me to want to go on a date because then, you know, you have a, you're going to end up having a load of one offs and things. And that's sort of scary for someone who just wants to basically just cuddle with someone and eat Ben and Jerry's and watch stupid shit on YouTube. Yeah. You have to do, like, I think, like, trans people in a lot of ways are limited to online dating. Or at least it's, like, the primary mode that a lot of us use. Like, for me, like, if I go out, do what? I was going to say it's probably the same for a lot of of, um, cis gay people, too. Well, the thing is that cis gay people can go to the bars and pretty readily identify one another. The last time I went to a gay bar... Granted, I hadn't been on testosterone for very long, but someone thought that I was a lesbian. And now if I go, I'm either going to be read as a lesbian or a really femme gay guy. And so either there's going to be cis gay guys being like, hey, what's up? Or there's going to be lesbians being like, hey, what's up? And I've had both of those in one night. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't imagine that either would be fun for me. I mean, it's not fun. It's, it's never, it's never fun for that sort of thing. Uh, uh, bars are a weird environment to hook up in, anyway. I'm just gonna. I don't know. Yeah, I've you never. You can't tried hear to what people are saying. 
They might be racist. Yeah. You know, you take them home, get into bed, make out a bit. Turns out they hate black people. What are you going to do then? They're in your bed. You can't chuck them out now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds first. me of the Lonely Island song about like having like I just had sex. And one of the lines is like, I think she might have been a racist. And in yeah. the music video, she's got like a KKK hat on a little <laughs> stand. It's so cute. Oh, don't. I'll have to watch all their videos again. Uh, it's, it's been a while for me, too. Uh, I, I, I go on a binge and I'll watch all of them like seven times in a row for one for like a week. And then I never you listen should, to them again for a year. You should look up uh, one of the newer ones. Uh, I believe it's called Bin Laden. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did? Oh, oh God, yeah. it was so funny. <laughs> anyway, off track again. <laughs> oh, dear. So we don't have SNL over here, so we have to make do with the little bits of it we get. Oh, I, I can probably tell you where you could find it online, but I don't know. That's cool. It's not that good. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I haven't bothered to watch it, certainly. I'll, I'll, I'll dabble occasionally when it comes up on YouTube or Facebook or something. I'm um, I'm more apt to go watch Who's Line. Anyway, what? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the British version yet, by the way? No, I'm still chip I'm still watching the like old stuff. I'm 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 only in like season the three. The British version's older. No, I know, but I started with the American version because that's what I grew up like seeing bits of and that's what I wanted yeah. to familiarize myself with. Uh, I'm gonna un- I'm not gonna understand your like eighties fucking British comedy, he, like it's so topical. A lot of it for the last for the last two seasons, it's literally Wayne Brady, Colin Mockey, and Ryan Styles on it all the time. Like they get the regular cast towards the end, the, the same one that's on the American one all the time. Like towards the end of the British show, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's funny. improv. It's not. It's not like The Office. It's not like sort of. <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's just like improv. Uh, they make a lot of political references that I don't get. I mean, they do make some that I do get, and dear sweet. Jesus, do they talk about Monica Lewinsky a lot. <sighs> Was she the but one that, that had sexual relations with that man? Did not. Absolutely did not have sexual oh, relations. Thought, <laughs> Bill Clinton. <I> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely did, though. Yeah. So anyway. This, uh, this has been your political analysis for the week. Um, yeah. Did you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> parallel Universe... First man, Bill Clinton, got a blowy in the White House. No, 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 no. He would still be Mr. President. Oh, that's true. Yes, which when I found out, I was sad. Yeah. That's the case. First first man is a pretty cool ring to it, to be fair. Yeah. I kind of like, no, I mean, I guess that's the only thing that really works. Yeah. First uh, yeah, it's basically first gentleman's what South Park we're gonna go with. Yeah, see, but it's just a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. We'll never have to know now. So, because you're gonna please have emperors. Please don't it. say never. No, no, you're gonna have emperors after this. It's very clear. Oh, okay, that's good. Thank you yeah. um, <laughs> for reminding yeah. me of the fact that I'm gonna be living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland before terribly it, long. Yeah, um, the the guy who did the history of who did the history of Rome podcast, Mike Duncan, he's been making but parallels between the state of the U.S. Republic and the state of the Roman Empire during its fall for a while now. Yeah, I've and, heard um, of that. <laughs> yeah, and this, his book, The Storm Before the Storm, is gonna be coming out soon. I think it was gonna draw some very heavy parallels, and you all should read it because he's a very smart man and his podcasts are very good. 
And also it's kind of scary, scary how many parallels there are. And you should be aware of that before you let Caesar in. Just, yeah. just saying. Just, there, just are, put, there are a lot just, of parallels. I mean, emperors aren't great. Some of them were good. Marcus Aurelius was a pretty cool guy. Hadrian yeah, was all right. I, he built a wall. He was gay. He was. <laughs> <laughs> there was a trans emperor, Elagobalus. Elagobalus was trans. Pretty shitty emperor by all accounts, but they were trans. <laughs> Good to know. You have all of this to look forward to. Oh, a bright future. I like history. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I like it. Shit. I like it when it doesn't look like it's about to repeat itself. Yeah, well, we are basically we're, we're, it is in Europe. It's looking a bit like pre like pre World War One as well. So we're not doing too good over here either. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna mention something that's on here. Um, I don't know if this is a thing like uh, just the thing not to say to but, but to trans people, but I feel like I should bring this up anyway while we're talking about just things like like just words that we disagree with. Like, I feel like the term biological sex, genetic girl, genetic guy, natal gender and stuff are all kind of crap. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's my, that's my deep analysis of all those terms. (laughs) That's pretty common. I think, uh, there are better ways to refer to it, especially since like, We've probably talked about this before, and Jesus, we need to do a whole episode on this. Why do I keep forgetting to bring up that we need to do a whole episode on this? Um, Like, sex is based on so many different factors that it is almost not, like, any definition is pretty much meaningless because of the so many different things that can change that can make something not perfectly binary. Um, So, like... I, I get why some people use those terminology that like that terminology, but it's also like shit and like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like I I actually was cool with identifying as female, like identifying my body as female, uh, and being like internally I am genderqueer, but my body is female, until I started taking hormones, which wasn't a conscious decision on my part. It was just like all of a sudden I was like oh. I'm definitionally not female anymore. Like, yeah. I can't call myself that. So I kind of understand, but, yeah, I don't know. What, what are I your particular... It, I know. A lot of it, I think a lot of it's used to just people looking for a word to say it. Looking for... And a lot of people, like... A lot of people, trans people trying to refer to themselves or just people trying to find a way to call trans women men or trans men women and without... While trying to sound politically correct... <laughs> Yeah. I do think it's easier just to say like because if you just say someone's a trans person, people know what you mean. You don't need to say w- what their biological sex and their coats are, and it's not biological. It's not genetic for the most part, and it's not really natal either. Like because like <laughs> it just that uh, that assumes that biology is straight and black and white and works how we always assumed it was. There was even a big Nature paper a couple of months ago that was basically saying like. The, the chromosomal model of gender is kind of was really overblown and we should stop using it. We should stop like relying on it so heavily and acting like it's the be all and end all because it is much more complicated than that. And like the thing is that we have structures, the, the way that our brain, the way that our brain works is how is how we are. And if the NFR brain is wired one way, that means that surely that is 
should govern how we see how people see us and not the other way around. Um, yeah, it's it's fucked up. But I just uh, it's an overused term. I don't. It's not in line with biology. It's not in line with genetics, and it's not in line with developmental biology. People still use it because they feel they. I think they feel like if they add biology onto it, it makes it sound more valid. And it's not. It, most of the use isn't to call other people to misgender. It's not always used to misgender people. And for the, I think for the majority of it, it's not major, for the, the majority of times it's used is not used to misgender people. Um, and a lot of it's based on old language and stuff. And I feel like it's something we need to move past. I feel like it's another set of terms like like the use of identify, which has sort of become um, sullied by the way people interpret it. That sort of we need to move past to sort of gain acceptance and move past to sort of. Well, because it's inaccurate. It's like, <laughs> with it, identify, it's just because it sounds wishy-washy. But I feel like with this stuff, it's genuinely an accurate term. Like, assign male yeah. at birth, assign female at birth. They're, they're, they're accurate because they are, they do put the onus of the identification, of the, of the assignment of a gender onto, um, like, outside your body. Yeah, onto the people that are around you. Which is a lot more accurate because a lot of it is society based and society looking at you and saying, this is what this person is. Because we yeah. can't do a brain scan and say, oh, this person's trans quick. You know, repaint the room, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yeah, we could. Uh, it would lend some legitimacy to things, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh. I mean, it's better not to paint your rooms anyway, like it. Don't don't force your gender roles on your kids. Let them grow up how they want to. Yeah. Let them that's play also... in the mud and then go home and, pl- and brush the pony's hair, you know. Or play with action men and they go like pick some flowers. All this stuff you can do. Yes. So many opportunities for your kids. So many opportunities for your future. I don't, I'm, I'm like not going to have any kids. I don't even know how many people in the listening are going to have kids. But. <laughs> We're we're gonna act like that's part of your future. <laughs> hey, I've got sperm in a freezer. I've got potential, very slim, but potential to bust out some little cats, some kittens, little animals. cats. Yeah, to get some kittens, and then they can do whatever the fuck they like with their childhoods. Because I'm well, I'll probably you're gonna have to buy them clothes at some point. <laughs> it's a lot harder to uh, implement than you, than you think at first. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate that I'm sitting here trying to think of, like, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure that there's more examples of, like, the actual topic that we're on today. But oh, I just, nice. I just can't think of any right now. And it's driving me crazy. This is a well we can come back to, though. Yeah, that's true. You know, shit not to say now. to trans people. Yeah. Let's call the episode Don't Say That Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that I sounds appropriate. Don't say that okay. shit. Think about I, want, I don't want to call it things that we don't things that say to trans people because that's a bit of a mouthful. And I feel like I've I've really hit us I hit their stride like just calling it like straight like what the episode's about. And I'm sort of starting to go off that. I don't want to do stupid titles, but not like so stupid they put people off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's entirely oh, possible. I don't know. I like to do inventive titles. If I were uploading yeah. the YouTube videos, I would be naming them fun stuff. I feel like you want to start off. We will start off straightforward, and then get more complicated as we go along. We'll so just like accrue more and more inside jokes. Exactly, and then it'll just be like fifteen thousand word titles, and like you come on your podcast feed and it just like breaks your iPod. You're like, oh no. 
<laughs> iTunes crashes. Um, he um, goes, Steve Jobs gets an email. And he's like, what? I'm dead. And they're like, no, come down. We need to sort this out. <laughs> we need to sort this out. Come on, Steve Jobs. Oh, no. I, I forgot that he was dead. And then I had to redo the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that happened. That's Tim been happening Cook. to me a lot lately. Tim Cook. Um, lesser turtleneck. I, I don't know who that is. He's like At least not off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, there's a reason why I don't know who that is. <laughs> anyway. You're a millennial, you've got to know who these people are. Good sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah. um, you, have an, you have an email set up, Kat. Ha- have you checked it in a while? Uh, I there... checked it the other day. I'll check it now if you want me to. Yeah, we don't have emails, but that's fine. I didn't expect any. Um... What you can do if you want to send us an email and be some of the first people to do it because um, we're small time and there was a Resident Evil joke I was going to make in there, but I thought it might be a bit too niche. Um, you can send an email to transatlanticpod at gmail.com. Um, we're on Twitter at transatlpodcast and at Facebook at something similar. Um, <laughs> where you can Facebook, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's transatlantic pod. I'm not sure. Yeah. Either. Okay. Um, yeah, and then you can um, you can find us if you listen to us. You've already found us, but we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn. Um, we have plans to go on to YouTube eventually, and that'll come along once we have like some updated artwork and stuff, and that'll be good times. Um, also, I'm about setting up a Patreon at some point, so hopefully you can be able to give us money. Um, why you'd want to give us money when we when we're not getting any questions, I don't know, but it's your money. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Um, give it yeah. to us. Give it. To us. I mean, I would like <laughs> money. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, no matter what your reasons. I mean, you know, if a ho- if in Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, a homeless man can save up to give two grand to someone to do a kickflip, you can give us one pound to do a podcast. Yeah. Oh God. And this is you. Are we basing it in Britain land? Oh, the money's going to be all convoluted. I'm going to get more. Because we have fans from the UK and the US. Oh, no. Look, look. Until we have the money, don't worry about what currency is coming in. We'll sort that out when we come to it. We'll split our dollar, pound, euro, whatever we're allowed to. Francs. Rupees. Oh, great. (laughs) Rupees. Kronas. You know. Credits. Gold. Yeah. Doubloons. Okay. Doubloons. <laughs> Pirate booty. I'd love yeah. If you pay us some booty, I will, you will get a mention <laughs> at the end of this cast. I want you to yeah. put that out there. Everyone who pays us in booty, you will get personally thanked. Mm. <laughs> By both and of you us. Can, you, can, um, you can interpret booty however you want in that respect. And either way, as long as it's a nice booty. I stay, I stay by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not soliciting dick pics, but I am soliciting booty. <laughs> oh, goody. Yes. I think on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I've said the stuff I usually say. Um, listen to "Runaway" by George Gad. That's our theme song. It's good. Buy his music. Buy Little Bride's music. That's his band. They're pretty good. Um, anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, I'm unemployed. Check out my podcast. It's patreon.com slash Luxander. Super awesome. Pay me yeah. money. Yeah. 
give give Lux money, give me money, give us both booty. It'll be it'll be good. We'll all have a great time. We'll all swim in cash like the du- the Ducktales guy. I'm very yes. tired. Yeah, okay, let's. Okay. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a lovely day, everyone. See you next time. Bye. With the night on your side.